Hey, welcome to Simone Shay. It's Between the Weeks. With two freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here with updates. Yeah, baby. This is the episode where you get to know your hosts a little bit more. Your hostesses with the mostesses. Um, big update. Hit me with it. On our episode about cult deprogramming, I said that I watched a 1989 uh, CBS 48 Hours special about cult deprogramming. Yes. Which had great hair in it and happened (laughs) to be filmed in Arizona. Oh. Where they were trying to get this 14-year-old kid out of this Christian cult called the Potter's House. Uh Uh-huh. Picture my surprise. When I'm driving home from Lou's house the other night and I did not get on the freeway because I had to buy a plunger. Uh Now, I had to buy a plunger (laughs) because I had not pooped in my toilet, but I had cleaned up my roommate's dog's shit because the dog was going through some issues Uh and I had cleaned it up and flushed it down the toilet and this is a big dog. Oh, it's too much. It was big issues. It had clogged the toilet. And oh I God. was like, I got to go over to Lou's house. Yeah. I'll I... buy a plunger on my way home. <laughs> so I'm driving home looking for a 24-hour Walgreens. Yeah. And what do I see but the Potter's house. Oh, my God. Were Fucking... you immediately like, whoa, what the fuck? I Yes. I drove by again today just to (laughs) make sure that I saw what I thought I saw. And then I looked it up. That's the place. It is still up and running? It's up and running. They still are functioning under the guise of a church slash rehab center. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's really bad whenever they're like church slash like facilities like... A pregnancy center or a rehab center. It's like, oh, that's bad news. Yeah, because you're trying to get vulnerable people. Yeah. Yeah, Potter's House still in business. Wow. 30 years later. Maybe we should go do some interviews, do an expose. We should. (laughs) We're like, hi, I'm interested in like rehab and Potter's. (laughs) What is this place? I'll be like, I need rehab and uh, my associate shoe is into pottery. <laughs> so um, can you help us out with yeah. that? Or? Oh <laughs> um, I realized we didn't talk about our Halloween episode. What do you mean we didn't talk about it? It ended with a scare. Oh, well, you know, what? I wasn't I've... sure if we wanted to address it or not. That's right. We didn't. <laughs> that just hit me today i was like oh we didn't even say anything like not only you had told me it turned out to be not as exciting as we thought Uh uh-huh um but we also just didn't even say anything no follow-ups well uh, thankfully i on the last between the weeks we did explain or maybe it was on the one before the last one we explained that we forget the things that we say yes and so this is a prime example we do forget the things that we talk about and what happens in this room i totally forgot about it until my husband deacon brought it up and was like so how did that go because here's the story me and sydney were just recording having a perfectly lovely time talking about halloween and all the great things you can do and my husband 
busts into the room with a very scary mask on. Yes. And so that was a genuine scary scream from both of us because we both were like, what the fuck? I was so upset. <laughs> Sydney actually slapped the mic right off the table. Oh, yeah, and I did. And was like, ah, why? What the fuck? Why did you do that? I, I hate scary stuff. Yeah. And he was um, wearing this fucked up mask. And he he may have even had it on upside down. It was very he disorienting. He and he just was like, I want I want you to have the best show. I want, I want to really give it to your audience. And I thought since you were doing a Halloween episode, I'd give him a genuine scare. And he did. So thank you. Um, Shout out to Deacon. Yeah. For crouching outside the door wearing a (laughs) fucking latex mask. He said he almost gave up at one point because we wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. He's like, it sounded like you guys were done, but then you'd start talking again. Classic Simonche. Yeah. Um, I guess I just wanted to tell that story more than anything. Yeah. I, I still haven't listened to the episode, so I don't know. But I hope I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh and yeah, we you learn a lot about Halloween. Apparently there were some level issues on it, which I think I corrected and we'll have better levels on this episode. So like sorry guys, dude, I have like a multimedia art degree, which means I don't have a degree in yeah. recording. I mean I've yeah. taken two recording classes. Also I fuck up a lot, so uh, you know, like whatever. Just kind of like, come as you are. We're just here doing our thing. It doesn't always go as planned. It's a journey. If you want to see what I'm good at, I'm good at being funny and sucking your dad's dick. Like that's what I'm good at. I also can pet the fuck out of a dog. But yeah. outside of that, mistakes will happen. So sorry. Ah. <sighs> Um, um, speaking of our Halloween episode, yeah, at the end of it, I sang a song that I said I thought was George Michael when I was like, break these chains <laughs> of love. Uh, it's erasure is what it is. Oh, okay. And then you sang, take these broken wings. <laughs> and that is Mr. Mister. Oh, so okay. cool. thank you, Lou Zealand for fact checking. Hey, our musical, nice. uh, stuff yeah so awesome yeah um you know i think i don't know if it was on the podcast but at one point i think i told you that you know i love christine mcconnell's it was on the podcast we recommended her i said i think i might have said something like i would i want to try it probably come out all shitty Mm -hmm. and then i was like no actually it wouldn't because i'm good at baking yeah and i have I've proven myself correct because I recently had a five-day vacation, which was lovely. And uh, during two of those days, I decided to make tarantula cookies straight from her cookbook. Ooh! Now, I thought it was only going to take like half of my day. Uh It ended up taking two days for me to complete these fucking cookies. Um. I did some Instagram stories about it. Yeah, I followed along. Which are now gone. But I was I'll, impressed. I'll post something about it. Um, but yeah, she's not fucking joking around with her desserts. No. I hope people have gone and seen her Netflix show because it's pretty great. But yeah, it was awful. Um, they turned out great. They're beautiful. Thank you. I'll post a picture. They taste good. 
Uh-huh. It's a sugar cookie covered in chocolate with toasted shredded coconut on top. Uh-huh. And um, the hardest part was cutting out all the legs and like molding them. Yeah, because it's like sculpting as much as it is baking. Yes, because you just take chunks of sugar cookie dough and uh-huh. like, I'm going to make this little leg. And it was 10 cookies, so 10 spiders. With so, eight legs each, yes. and each leg was three pieces. Uh, well, no, the legs you just kind of like roll out really skinny and then bend into like a oh, V. Oh, okay. But it was it was still it was it was eighty legs, eighty legs, and then two pinchers for each spider. Oh my gosh! Which on the second day when I was like, so the first day I cut them all out and baked them, and mm-hmm. then I was like, fuck this, this is taking me like six hours to do. I'm done. It was mm. Halloween night, too. So, like, in between trick-or-treaters, telling my husband I love him, sucking his dick, rolling out cookies. <laughs> it was a lot. So, then I was like, okay, I'm just going to put that to the side. And the next day, I had to glue them all together with royal icing. Uh-huh. And it was such a pain in the ass. I got really frustrated. And it, so, I started eating the pinchers because I was like, fuck you. I hate you. Did you have backup pinchers or did you then have to go back and make more pinchers? No, I said fuck the pinchers and like six of them didn't have pinchers and four of them did (laughs) because that's how many I I ate a lot. I was like, these are good cookies. (laughs) This is going to taste great. Um, Yeah, but, you know, I'm impressed with myself. Now I know I can do it. Now I know I need to plan ahead. And, um, well, it's like, I was saying it's her, her, her baking looks, it's like oil painting where there's like, there's like levels and steps and you have to, like when you oil paint, you have to allow a lot of drying time between colors and stuff. And so like, I, when I look at the stuff that she makes, it looks like it takes fucking forever. And it does. And I do wish that she would have put like approximate time. Because there's um, nothing about that in the recipe. Uh-huh. But, I mean, you know, I yeah. should have known. Um, but I'm going to try to make some Christmas cookies from the book Ooh. that are much simpler. They're they're Santa Claus. Oh. Like a claw. Yeah. Get it? I do. Um, And that should be easier. Okay. Hopefully. So, I don't know how she does it. I'm a huge fan. Think- I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Oof. Um... Should we talk about Christina Aguilera? Because we went to see her. Oh, yes, we did. That was the last thing we did together. Yes, it was. What? Which we, it was the second thing in the same month that we did together. She and I did two extracurricular activities in the same month. Which is a lot for us. With yeah, we uh, we don't usually see each other outside of recording. So, mm-hmm. and then this month we have Hooters, and who yes. knows? Who knows, knows what else? Yeah. We, I'm sorry we had to put that, um, reschedule it. But. It's okay. I watched a UFC fight instead. Oh, okay. it was my first one. Uh huh. Did you like it? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I like them. Um, I had no idea. I am mm-hmm. really into physical activity and physical training. Yeah. And so I thought maybe I'll like this. I also really like Joe Rogan. He is an announcer for them. Yes. Um, so yeah, I fucking I loved it, and I was like, cool. "This is a new thing that I'm into." Nice. Who, who would have known? Yeah. Next time there's a a fight, we'll we'll get together and watch it. Yeah. This <laughs> is 
bro down hell yeah <laughs> who knew who knew you know we're you, it's that's the cool thing about being a person is you get to learn and grow and discover new dimensions of yourself and it turns out i'm a bro yeah um so um but anyways uh christina aguilera yes. okay so we went to see her perform mm-hmm. the opener was big boy yes. that was a great time Yes. Um, some uh, some friends got us tickets. Yes, we should say so. some friends. It was theoretically my birthday party, which I I always hate that. Yeah. Because then it's like, how's your how's your birthday? Are you having fun on your birthday? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't what, like whatever. <laughs> I, I can't take the pressure. It's too much. Stop stop <sighs> looking at me and ask anticipating me having a good time. I can't tell you whether or not I like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's too much pressure. I think I might have looked at you like five times. I And the people who were <laughs> sitting several people down kept leaning over and being like, are you having a good birthday? Oh, that's true. And I'm like, yeah. I don't. Because some of your other, fr- you had like five friends there. And- I had two other friends who had gotten free tickets and were in a private suite with their own waiter getting yeah. wasted. So then I took one of those tickets. Yes. Which was all- excellent. Um, until no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> until yeah, so Big Boy was great. Big Boy was great. Big Boy was really good. It was him a DJ and like, a hype man. I need to start listening to Outcast again. Like I need to listen to Solo Big Boy. What have I been doing with my life? Yeah, I don't know. Um, because uh, you know, my life, my love, and my lady Jessica mm-hmm. can't even talk to somebody if they haven't listened to the new Big Boy. Yeah, it's in her dating online dating profile that if you haven't listened to the new Big Boy, she won't go out with you. <laughs> totally. So Big Boy was great. Then Christina Aguilera was over an hour late. Yeah, coming took on a, stage took a little bit of a dive because normally after the opener, you're hyped. For the main event. And then you're ready to get into it. But when you have to wait for over an hour, you start to not be not so excited. Yes. So that that kind of sucked. And then Christina Aguilera said the reason she was late was because she got on two different planes that both had mechanical problems. And then she had to get on a third plane to get to Phoenix. Which I don't know if I buy because they have they have had issues with her on the voice because she's an alcoholic and they have had issues with her being chronically late to set and Uh her co-stars have been mad about that. Huh. And so I'm like, I don't know, girl, like it might be a boy who cried wolf situation because apparently for sure she's an alcoholic or is that like a rumor? It's. In all the blind items. Okay. I mean, it's not like she's come out and We'll say allegedly, it. but... Allegedly, it's... she likes to drink. Okay. Allegedly, huh. she's a drinker and she comes to work tipsy. Yeah. And late. Well, <laughs> I mean, she's definitely late. She tried making... She said that she was, you know, having a little anxiety from her flights, but she was going to get it out on stage. You know what she probably did to deal with that anxiety? Take some shots. Yes. Shots, 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 shots. Okay. So she comes out on stage and she is a beautiful woman. Like she is a beautiful woman with no makeup on. Uh-huh. These people who did... The costumes for her did her dirty. Okay. 
she looked really uncomfortable in her costumes. Yes. Like the bodysuit, the belt was maybe a little tight mm-hmm. because she kept pulling it herself. And that's just a sign that you're not wearing the right size. You know, it's you have not to be fit, comfortable. It's not right. So, and it's nothing about like, she's she is curvier, but she's beautiful. And if you just dress right for that body type, it would have looked really good. But instead, she just looked really uncomfortable on stage. And it made her, it made her look fat because I've seen... The videos and media for the new album where she's styled differently. Yeah. She looks fantastic. But the costumes for this concert were all the wrong proportion and style. And they made her look like a stuffed sausage. If she had had a different cut of clothes, she would have looked amazing. But instead, these clothes made her look not good and then you could tell that she didn't feel good because she looked uncomfortable in them and was pulling at them and it was it was very uncomfortable to watch it was and i felt really bad for her because halfway through like her first song her hair got messed up and it was just like really stringy and tangly like you could tell it was a additional piece to her short hair and you could see where and the her hair and the piece were separating yes and we know that you know she loves to look the right way she wants to look good and i just kept thinking like oh no when she finds out her hair is all fucked up she's gonna be so upset there's gonna be a 30 minute intermission while they fix because what her hair looked like it looked like when you go out and you're clubbing and at the end of the night when you're drunk and your hair's a mess and you're carrying yeah. your high heels you know like that's what she looked because like. she was doing some moves on stage and, and so she, it got a little messed up and she's sweaty under the lights like yeah i get it but the the whole thing she had this whole elaborate different changing sets and videos and projection and dancing like a lot was going on yeah but the art design for it was so bad there was a geisha number for genie in a bottle i was gonna yeah for genie in a bottle which doesn't make any sense and also it's like who does fucking geishas nowadays it was like who does that also like they weren't even I was upset by the geisha robes because it was a sweater with really long sleeves. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like even actually it was trying to be like a hip geisha. I just I just didn't like it. It was all very knockoff Gwen Stefani circa Harajuku lovers. Yes, it was. And what I was thinking was like, why not do a throwback to your genie in a bottle video with like some cool pillows? Maybe like a genie outfit. I don't fucking know. Like something, something better. Just anything. It was. I feel bad because I really enjoy Christina, but watching her up there, it just made me really wish that I had seen her like in 2001. Yeah. This was the first time I've ever left a concert before it was over because it was late, number one. It was late. Yeah, the show was supposed to start at 7, which it started at like 8 with Big Boy. And then she didn't go on till like 10.30. Yeah. And when it got to be around 11, 15, mm-hmm. I was tired. I was hungry. My blood sugar was so low. I just felt like if I waited any longer, I wasn't going to be able to operate a car 
Um, and mm-hmm. I just was like, I have to go. I need to eat food and not be uncomfortable, which is what I was watching it. Yeah. Um, and so we left. We left. Which I also felt pressure because then people are like, you're leaving? I'm like, yes. You know what? It's my birthday. Bye. <laughs> I know. Sydney just looked at me and she's like, I'm done. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, you're my ride home. So I'm done too. <laughs> which is fine because she's saying all of her hits from like her early career right up front she did this like one woman broadway show type thing where she was like in my early days i started off with this i'm a genie in a bottle baby (laughs) but after my sophomore album i really wanted to say something so i told those execs i'm gonna sing what i want can hold us down (laughs) so she did (laughs) She did like a fucking medley like that, just doing a little, a little impromptu speech here and there. It was, it was interesting. I don't know. I felt bad because it was like I had just seen Beyonce. Like my last concert was Beyonce, so to go from like Beyonce sold out NFL stadium show to like Comerica, a smaller theater, it was just is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I'm glad I didn't pay for anything because it was not. Yeah. It was not a good time. Did you talk to any of your friends afterwards? Like Um, were our two uh Christina Hollicks really into it? They had a great time. They were they also said her outfits were terrible and apparently she was on the Today show recently and looked great. And yeah, I They're, don't know what they did. She came out because you know how she had that phase with the chaps? Yeah. And like the bikini top and her hair was all like braided and shit. She came out in some chaps and a like bodysuit, but then she had on a jacket with long sleeves, but the sleeves were kind of like capes. Like they just draped over them. Yeah, arms. they had slits all the way up. But they kept rotating so the slits didn't stay in the right spot and she kept adjusting them. But the jacket had the shoulders built out and it was this as if her costume designer said, let's put her in a leotard. But because she's thicker in the waist, we'll build out the shoulders to make the waist look smaller, which is what they did in the 80s. And back then that look still only looked good on cocaine supermodels. Yes. And so instead of making her look smaller, they made her look like she was just added to her. Yeah. And then the leotard, they they made it so that the leg holes came down pretty far. But then with the chaps, it also looked super bulky. And it's like, just because she has a thicker waist doesn't mean you can't have those leotards up over the hips. Show some legs. Make her yeah. look... Like, it just... Everything they did made her look boxy and not flattering. Yeah, that was my least favorite costume. Because she... Especially when she... That's when she did her medley and she sat down and she just kept trying to put her arm capes over her waist and was like tucking and oh. and then it just it felt really sad because <sighs> she's not that old she's still in right. her 30s and it just was like her in an unflattering version of her past and it's like dude this should be what she's doing in her 60s not in her fucking 30s she's yes. still young and vibrant i would have loved just if they would have cut those sleeves off just uh. the bodysuit and the chaps would yeah. have been so much better 
Anyways, I'm sorry, Christina. I don't mean to rag on you. No, it wasn't her. You, it's her people. It's your people. Like you need you need a better stage manager. Like you need someone with a better vision for your entire yes. tour. Like I, I afterwards, know. we were talking about it, and I was like, we were like, why didn't she hire us? Like you were like, yes. I know how to dress, and I was like, I know how to sew. Like why didn't she? Yes. Why didn't she call Simone Right. <laughs> I have a curvy body. I know how to dress it. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Christina. Um, So, yeah, that happened. That happened. That was fun. Um, Even though we we ended up leaving early, I still had a great time. I went and got Burger King afterwards and and went to karaoke. Um, I didn't get stabbed by the homeless guy who was whittling a shank. (laughs) He literally, on the way in, she said, I walked past this guy whittling a shank. And then on the way back to her car, he was still fucking, I was glad she got to see it. And then I videotaped it, which I know I shouldn't have. Like, right. Because yeah. number one, he could have caught me and shanked <laughs> yeah, me. And number two, it's rude. But like a guy whittling, it was like a 10 inch shank. It was and crazy. He had, he was surrounded by wood shaving. He's just sitting on the sidewalk, surrounded by wood shaving, sharpening a shank. And then also on the way in, he had been wrapping electrical tape around oh the handle God. to make it like a cushy grip. And I'm just like, dude, it is the urban jungle. Like, this motherfucker yeah. is ready to fight. I know. And what's even crazier is, like, I wasn't phased by it at all. It didn't scare me. I was just like, oh, look at that guy. <laughs> like, I mean, what? We have a mental illness situation. And we have oh. now, not we have armed him. He has armed himself. Yeah. And oh, I God. just, I, what, when you see that crazy homeless person, who has a weapon, which has yeah. happened before, where I'm like, this motherfucker has a Bowie knife strapped to his waist, and he's got these eyes that say he's been doing meth and hasn't slept for a week. That yeah. is not a motherfucker I want near me. Oof. I'm not armed. You know what I'm saying? I got jokes. That's the only defense that I have. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but anyways, you were there to walk me back yeah, to my car, yeah. so I didn't I'll have to. I'll protect you. Yeah, that's what I, I got. <laughs> I got jokes and I got shoe. So uh, thankfully we survived that yes. night out on the town. Oh, yes. Um, well, anything else going on? Not really. I mean, I took two naps this past week what? on my five-day vacation. Like, on Sunday, I was watching, um, what was that movie? There was like a Danny DeVito marathon on Laugh on the Laugh channel. Fucking Christ, that sounds so great. So first I watched Renaissance Man. Um, do you remember that one where he's like a millet? He he gets fired from his job and then the unemployment office sends him to be a teacher at like a military academy or like an army base. Uh-huh. And then he like has this beautiful bonding moment with this group of kids in the army. Stacy Dash is in it. Mark oh. Wahlberg's in it. Whoa, it's a who's who. It's a who's who. I was like, oh, Stacy. Remember before she was a Republican? Yeah, I'm like, why do you, why'd you have to go and ruin yourself? She does her makeup all weird now, too. It's not flattering. She just doesn't. It's like she's yeah. putting on foundation for someone else's skin tone, but um, it ain't her own. Because she's trying to be white. I it, I didn't want to say that out loud, but like... She that, is. She's awful. Dude, I know this fucking fine-ass black dude who is a Trump supporter. He wears a Make America Great hat again. Like, make what You know what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, why the fuck is this fine-ass Nubian prince a Trump supporter? 
And then I saw his girlfriend, who is the most ratchet, hillbilly-looking white chick ever. And I realized, this motherfucker is not a fine Nubian prince. He's a fucking hillbilly. Yeah. He is, in, he is wearing a Nubian suit. Oh, my God. But he is a fucking hillbilly. And I should have known by the hat, but I didn't know until I saw his woman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they white trash. <laughs> I mean, the world's crazy. It's I a- feel like Stacey Dash thought she was going to, like get in and like destroy it from the inside and then she just got like way too wrapped up in it and is like now a full-on terrible person that's like every person who thinks they're gonna bust open a cult you know like oh no i'm just gonna go i'm gonna get to the bottom i'm gonna go to the scientology celebrity center i'm gonna infiltrate no you're not you're not gonna infiltrate you're gonna get indoctrinated just don't think that you're better than you are. You're you're the one strong person who's going to like, no, they're going to get you. Yeah, they will. They will get you. You'll float too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad because I fucking love Clueless. It's like one of my top 10 movies. Yeah. I, oh, I love Clueless. It's OK. I can still appreciate her. Yeah. It's like a different person. It's honestly like it's, like, it's a different person. I don't watch Tom Cruise movies, but I will watch Jerry Maguire because yeah. that was like before I knew what a terrible person he was, too. You had me at hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll go with you. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that's all. If you get a chance to take a nap, it's really nice. Watch Jerry um, Maguire. Yeah. Oh, the other movie with um, Danny DeVito was... Nope, I still don't remember. Never mind. Twins. <laughs> Twins. It was like sneaky people. Not sneaky people. Risky people. I don't know. It was something about people. It had Bette Midler in it. She gets kidnapped. She's his wife. Oh, fuck. What is that called? Um, and- no. Oh, Jesus. It's Jeff like, Gaiman is screaming right now. It's one of his favorite movies. It's like uh, something people. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to. Yeah, I'll fill the dead air while you do this. I'm going to try I'm going to try to ramble without saying something problematic, which is a challenge as always. But I already said the thing about the black guy that's really white. Ruthless people. Ruthless people. There we go. Which was actually really funny. Um, it's I I miss I know that these movies can be problematic, you know, older movies, but there's yeah. I miss the just like simple comedies. Yeah, that, you know, there wasn't too much going on. It's just it's just silly stuff. Slapstick, which this one, I mean, there wasn't anything problematic in Ruthless People. Um, but I did watch like Adventures in Babysitting. I was like, Hi, hey, Hachi Machi, this would not be made today. Let me tell you what. Like, it was the scene in the jazz club that really pushed it over the edge. Is that man, I fell asleep before I even got to that. What? <laughs> it's just dudes being like, Hey, baby, suck my dick. They still do that though. I know. You know, so it's like uh, just because we're not putting it in movies anymore doesn't mean oh, that's no, not it's, how it's the world out there. Is. Yeah. It's out there. It is out there. Woo! Yeah. Be safe out there, yeah. people. Uh happy Monday. Yeah, get get your week going. Fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>